Good evening, sports world. What is happening? Chris Dell here, co-host of the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS. And welcome back, Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather, here with our Week 8 NFL Quick Rants Podcast. And getting into the thick of things here with the NFL trade deadline passing today, earlier in the afternoon. And lots of moves throughout the day and through the last 24 hours, actually, with first with Garoppolo getting traded to the San Francisco 49ers from the Patriots. We've got Kelvin Benjamin, Panthers receiver, going to the Buffalo Bills, giving my man Tyrod Taylor a new weapon. And obviously, Jay Ajayi going to the Philadelphia Eagles and bolstering that backfield, making them making them look even more like a contender than they even are right now. And how about the deal that didn't happen in my rant of the week? The Cincinnati Bengals, a.k.a. my beloved Bungles, making nada, nada of a trade. No deal went down. Apparently, the Bengals and Browns had agreed to swap A.J. McCarron, the Bengals' backup quarterback, to the Browns for a draft pick. And the Browns called the league office after the trade deadline. So you tell me no other team in the NFL could pull off that feat, Mr. Allendale, than the Cleveland Browns. You covered the NFL for a while with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, ridiculous. So let's get let's get beside the fact that the Bengals should have been trying to ship Andy Dalton instead of A.J. McCarron. But, man, it was unprecedented. I mean, come on. Leave it up to the worst franchise in the league to make that type of a move. What say you, Mr. Allendale? Well, that's that's why it's the worst franchise in the league. Uh, missing a phone call or calling in too late, there, there's no excuse for that. Unless they did it on purpose. What, the dog eat the paperwork? I mean, come on, what kind of excuse are you trying to throw out here? You're looking at a team that's 0-8. That's been outscored by nearly 100 points on the year, minus 83 scoring differential on the season. Clearly a worse team than the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC, who are also 0-8. It just seems like for some reason that the 49ers are just miles ahead of the Cleveland Browns in that aspect. But, I mean, look at the Bengals. They're struggling on offense this year, even struggling in the last couple weeks with the new offensive coordinator, Bill Lazor. They're 3-4. and They need a defensive touchdown to beat the Indianapolis Colts this past week. They were at home playing the Colts, one of the worst teams in the league. They're a a 10.5-point favorite. And we can we need we beat them by one point, and we need a defensive touchdown to do so. I mean, come on, talk about the worst thing that could happen to Bengals fans here is getting a win in that situation and prolonging the stay of both Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis as, as as starting quarterback and head coach in the NFL. And that's a shame. That's a damn shame going into Week Nine. Yeah. I wonder how AJ McCarron feels. Is he disappointed or happy? He must be elated. AJ McCarron must be elated. I mean, yeah, you're in the three and four bungles, but we're the better off than the zero and eight Browns. I mean, all respect to Cleveland. The Cavs and Indians are doing good, but. Man, you talk about how long is Hugh Jackson going to get a leash on on his deal that he, that he got in Cleveland? I mean, you talk about coaching deals and hot seats right now. Is any other hot seat? Is there any other hot seat that's hotter than than Hugh Jackson, or, or is that not even well, on the radar right now? They uh, they they agreed when they signed him that they were going to be patient, give him a lot of time. Uh, Chuck Pagano of the Colts isn't doing that great, uh, especially this, how he's handling that Marlon Mack thing. With Frank Gore, and there's rumors now that uh, the Colts are going to try to get rid of Gore, send him to a contender. I, I don't know how they do it after the trade deadline, maybe through waivers and release him. Yeah, if that's uh, really going to help a contender, really, at the end of the day now. I mean, just looking at you know the trade winners and losers, I mean, obviously – Brown's coming out as a loser just in terms of public relations disaster, you know, with this whole ordeal. Uh, but look at the winning side. I mean, the Buffalo Bills are a team that no one expected to to win 
let alone eight games and go 500 this year. Yet through seven games, they're five and two, yeah. over 700 winning percentage. The Buffalo Bills, my friends, are four and zero at home and three and one in the conference, and just sitting there a half game behind the New England Patriots. Now they get a number one target, especially a red zone target, a big bodied guy like Kelvin Benjamin for Tyrod to throw the ball, especially when you're scrambling and using his legs, Tyrod Taylor in the backfield. Kelvin Benjamin's going to come in handy there. Yeah, this, this is a, the Panthers' leading receiver. I, I don't understand why they did that move. It doesn't make any sense, especially they're, they're fighting for first place in the uh, NFC South. So it, it, that makes no sense to me, too. They're losing they, a weapon, and now the Eagles, which are another NFC competitor, they gain a weapon in J.H.I., and now you look at the Philadelphia Eagles' backfield, they're stacked. LeGarrette Blunt. Jai, Wendell Smallwood still nursing an injury. He's yet to get back in the swing of things. Then the rookie, Corey Clement, he's had a lot of good plays and good moments this year. So, man, Philadelphia Eagles to me and the Buffalo Bills, clear-cut winners in this ordeal. Bengals and Browns, like always, clear-cut losers. We'll be right back with part two of our NFL Quick Rants. All right, so jumping into part two of our NFL Quick Rants for week eight on the Go Baller FFS station. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here with Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather, t- former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, of course. And talking about the Bucks, uh, the Bucks and the Raiders, two teams, five and ten combined record, two teams that I know their fan bases did, and maybe even many outside of those fan bases thought that these teams were Super Bowl contenders this year. Uh, I'm just going to put it in your hands. Ball's in your field, my man. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that, that they have similar problems. Both have offensive lines that are not producing. They, they have no running game. Uh, Marshawn Lynch hasn't done anything for the Raiders. And Doug Martin, since he came back, he basically hasn't done anything for the Bucks. And both teams have really been disappointed on defense. The Bucks have one of the... Worst pass rushers in the league. I think, believe they have seven sacks. There's guys in the league, league who have ten themselves. So that, that's it, we knew that the defense was going to be a concern for the Bucks going into the season. Wow. But what's the issue with the run game, though? Yeah. I think Doug Martin's back. He's supposed to be good to go, right? What, what's happening? I mean, they, is a, it Winston? Is it the line? Is it well, Cutter? I, I think the whole hype was too much. I told you before the season, calm down, Bucks fans. <laughs> yes, you did. I thought this was a 500 team. They finished nine and seven last year, and they claim, well, we can, we made all these additions, but but I think they were a 500 team last year. I don't care if they were nine and seven. They won a couple of games against teams that didn't have anything to play for. Uh, they were hoping that Deshaun Jackson would fit in. That's been a problem. He hasn't really fit in that well. And Jameis Winston, take it for what it's worth. He's got some injuries. Uh, Doug. Coder just mentioned the other day that he's got a problem with his deltoid now, which is in the shoulder area. Dirt cutter, yeah. Dirt cutter, yeah. yeah. So it, 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 their schedule isn't. It doesn't look like it's very beatable. I mean, they had an easy schedule last year going in the second half, right? I mean, that not the case this year for the same turn because they were two and five last year to start the season. So. I mean, yeah, the, uh, is, is is there faith here still for for the Bucks? Uh, is, is there still hope for Buccaneers faithful? As I'm I don't asking, know. they're at they're at New Orleans uh, Sunday. That's going to be difficult. Uh, Five wins in a row for the Saints, right there, and your boy Breeze. Yeah, it's when, when all the Buck writers, guys covering, they were were hyping up the season. You know, they 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 were talking like, well, we don't need to worry about the Saints. We don't need to worry about the Panthers. Well, maybe you better look at the standings in Atlanta. <laughs> you know, who knows? They're they may come around. They're, well, you're talking about the top two teams in those yeah, things. Yeah, but the, the Bucks, no running game. 
Inconsistent in passing game. Jameis Winston, you want to say it's injuries or what, but he still hasn't shown he, he, he's any better than maybe a, a number 15th ranked quarterback in the league. And the defense, the secondary has been a problem, and there's no pass, pass rush. Well, nine games left on the schedule for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Five out of those nine are going against divisional opponents. Two yeah. against the Saints, one, one this weekend, two against the Falcons, and they got to play the Panthers again. Yeah, I mean, there's r- rumors are starting to heat up that uh, Cutter might not be around next year, and then there's that incredible rumor that John Gruden would come back and take over the team. I, I don't know how the Glazers... The family that owns the team, I don't know how they feel about that. Oh, uh, those legit rumors? Uh, could be. Uh, as far as the Raiders, uh, Jack Del Rio is, is, is being criticized that he didn't he didn't take the season serious enough. He thought he could walk in based on last year and do all these things. And then he criticized Derek Carr in, in the game last Sunday in their loss. So th- there's a lot of problems on that team. And... Uh, is Marshawn Lynch a headache? I mean, he's not giving it yet. They love him the beast mode. He, he does his thing. But he's not helping him. He's not doing anything. And then he had to sit out a game for that dumb thing he did when he ran on the field and attacked the refs. Well, you know, I have to say one thing. It's not over for the Raiders yet, but it seems like it's over for the Bucks. I mean, the Raiders are 3-5. and five. Yeah, I'll give that to you, but... You know, you look at the AFC, and it's 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 getting pretty muddled up with a lot of mediocre teams is what we're looking at. I mean, you look at the playoff standings, yeah, you got the top three, right? The Steelers, Chiefs, and Patriots. But after that, the next best team, Tennessee Titans? I don't think so. Buffalo Bills, yeah, I, I think they're a good team. But Jaguars, 4-3. and three. Dolphins, 4-3. and three. Ravens, 4-4. Four and four. Texans, 3-4. and four. I think the Texans are the only good team out of that bunch I just mentioned right there. And then you got the Bengals and Broncos, 3-4. and four, Jets, 3-5. and five, Chargers, Raiders, 3-5. and five. So you could argue every single team in this conference is still in it for the playoff yeah, race. Right. But well, I say Raiders a lot more than Bucks, like I said. And, and we appreciate your ear tuning in for our NFL Quick Rants for Week 8. We'll see you next week for Week 9 and with our NFL Quick Picks later this week. Peace out.